0: All right. What do we? What do we want to start with today? We have got a couple things to talk about, Seth. I know the Berlin experience is something you guys have been cooking up. You Got anything you can share? You're always looking for alpha. That's
1: it. So. I'm an alpha seeker. Um, yeah, Berlin is coming along. We um, uh, we are uh, we're full steam ahead on craft work. We are, um, we have an agreement on a, a space uh, yet to be disclosed in Venice where we will be. I guess like Tesla X, you know, will be or SpaceX, Tesla X, whatever you want to call it. We're going to be staging the, um, the Berlin IRL reveal experience. Um, it's going to be awesome. Um, you know, it's going to start with a hundred mints every night over those 10 nights from April 5th through April 23rd. And, um, everybody who comes will have a, um, Ten tickets, you know, one ticket for minting and then nine tickets that they can use to bring nine friends for their mint or they can come to they can go to the other nine um, evenings or they can sell them on the secondary market. But with their mint pass, um, with their individual mint for a Berliner, the plan is they will come to the venue. Um, There will be some kind of rituals like pod where they and maybe one or two others uh, that they bring with them. Will be able to experience their individual uh, Berlin Crypto Berlin Mint. Um, it'll be generated with obviously the image as well as with music um, that they will experience immersively. And then um, around eight o'clock, there will be kind of open exhibitions um, with at least one really exciting generative uh, art blocks artist that we're not disclosing yet. Um, and um, so there'll be from 8 to 10 p.m. You'll be able to experience um, another drop. You'll be able to see um, some of the shows that we put on, like Reflections by Jeff Davis or Incomplete Controls by Tyler Hobbs, among others, or Rituals by Aaron Penny and Beretta. And then around 10 o'clock, we will stitch all of the 100 Crypto Berlin mints together into a 100-minute audio-visual generative music um experience um and it'll be like a, a live dj set across those hundred minutes Well, you'll hear and see all those hundred crypto berliners that were minted earlier back to back to back and it'll just take over the cavernous craft uh, workspace. space so we're really excited about that that's coming together really nicely uh, the first group um of um Loud Squeak, Uh, Jeff and uh, Liam and Chanel are planning to go over to Berlin in the next week or so. And then a slightly larger group of us will be in Berlin on Friday, January 28th, when we will reveal the winner, the winning entry of City Number 5, whether it be London, Paris, Amsterdam, Lisbon or Dublin. We're going to announce that live from Berlin on January 28th. And then the following Friday, February 4th, whatever the winning city is, we will head over there and um, and sell the first set of tickets. That sounds rad. I'm excited for that. Phil, Crypto do you want to Over-Linger. talk a little bit about the governance and how that sort of levers into the vote on next city? Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, I'd love to dig in. Um, this is something we've been working on uh, pretty, you know, we've been trying to do it in public as much as possible. And I think the trick with governance is starting small and and creating a system that we can use to build up our, our skills. So we're not going to solve everything at once and we need to learn how to be flexible and work in a decentralized way. I think, you know, the nature of our roadmap and the way that we're building our community across 10 cities all over the world lends itself to this kind of really interesting model where there's these sub, pockets of communities that kind of have their own interests and values. And that all feeds up into the idea that we're creating a global community. And so that's kind of the framing of how we've been um, thinking about it. I've been spending the last week in conversations with um, a bunch of smart people in the space, um, people with experience in DAOs and decentralized governance and uh, just how, how do we, how do we create this framework? And so where we are at is, we launched our community governance forum on Monday and the purpose of that forum uh, allows anyone in our community to put forward a topic and start to try to build consensus on it, like a temperature check, right? So if you have an idea prior to this, you know, you would share your idea in the discord and depending on who was awake at the time, people would respond and there'd be a conversation. But, you know, if someone from the operating team wasn't looking at the discord and five hours went by, the message was kind of lost. It would just kind of flow up. And, you know, we did our best to try to track these things internally, but it became difficult to, you know, have an idea that required a lot of nuanced discussion because it would just get lost in kind of the endless stream of messages. I'm sure we're all familiar with the way that that works in any Slack or Discord or IM tool. And so that forum that we launched on Monday is available at gov.brightmoments.io. And what it allows us to do is create topics that, you know, we can have kind of thoughtful discussions on and start to bubble those up and execute proposals. And so that's that's kind of the framework Um, that that we're launching this week and by the 24th we'll have a voting system live and the first vote will be in order to choose that that city number five right I think there are certain things that make sense for the entire community to vote on and choosing that next city is something that we absolutely feel is the the right time to have every crypto citizen make their voice heard and so it'll be those five cities that you just mentioned um, London Paris Amsterdam Lisbon or Dublin and uh, our crypto citizens will be able to kind of rank those in order of what their preference is. You don't just need to pick one. You can kind of say, here's my first choice. Here's my second choice. And then on the 28th, the voting will close and we'll know our answer and it will determine, you know, where the bright moments team, as well as a thousand of us are going to travel and live uh, in the summer of 2022. That's the, that's the short version. Um, If you're in Venice, we're going to be doing a a meetup tomorrow afternoon uh, outside of Minati's starting at five o'clock Pacific time. So if you want to, come by and talk about how the governance system should work. The, the focus of the conversation tomorrow is on what we're calling the constitution, which are, you know, maybe three or four bullet points that we feel as though we have kind of consensus across the entire community on things that we think are going to remain true, even as we grow to 10,000 citizens. And we have really high conviction.
2: Phil, I've been so impressed with just looking at your reading list earlier today, like all the things that you're taking as inputs is pretty, pretty amazing. So, Really looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, thanks. I'm I'm excited. If anyone wants to to share the reading list, I'm I'm trying to share it publicly. I have a Twitter thread. Um, let me just kind of share a short list of some of the, the some of the sources that we're looking at. Um, Vitalik, obviously the co-founder creator of Ethereum, has fantastic writings on this. Um, I highly recommend. Uh, he's got an article called "Notes on Blockchain Governance" that's worth reading. There's some really interesting writings about this idea of quadratic voting, which allows people to express their preferences more strongly. So if there's, you know, sometimes you vote on something and it's kind of lukewarm it could go either way, but our voting systems don't really capture that, right? It's either yes or no. And so quadratic voting allows you to kind of signal your, the intensity of your belief. Declaration of Independence, obviously, looking at, you know, what our, our founding fathers did, their constitution. Um, those writings are really fascinating. Some stuff from Balaji, Srinivasan, um, just, you know, you know j- various things that the other DAOs have done, the ENS DAO, how they set up their off-chain legal structure, a whole bunch of stuff. I'll share all of it, but. I've been super excited to have an opportunity to nerd out and go into a rabbit hole just, just reading all this stuff. Awesome. There are, early,
1: uh, are there early betting odds on uh, which city's going to win? Or is it too <laughs> soon?
0: You know, okay, so this is going to be kind of a nerdy answer. You joke, but like, if people could, so when you vote on something, you know your incentive to get it like you vote because you vote for the outcome that you want but if there was some incentive where like you vote for the thing that you think is going to be the right answer and you could receive some monetary payout it would incentivize people to vote more carefully so if there were betting odds um i would like to incorporate that in some way i can imagine a future where like you are trying to predict what the community will vote um it's like this really interesting model called like futocracy is the name of the voting system but I don't have the odds, we'll, we'll need maybe Tyler. I'm sure he's got a, a, a line somewhere. Was that dude tocracy? Uh futocracy. Oh, A Futocracy. Futocracy. I'll post. Okay. Thank you. Degentocracy, is that what you said? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, de- De-gen-tocracy, that's it. Oh, perfect. Yeah, exactly. Um here I'll, I'll I'll post I'll post this in a Twitter thread and share it here. But that's that's enough of my, my nerd now in governance for the for the time being. If you guys want to join Thursday, at monatis we're going to live stream on twitter too it's going to be awesome
2: awesome we're also we, we,
1: doing we've, a... we've, we've, we've renamed it though it's no longer the it's, it's yeah. not monatis it's not Cryptoties for sure it's not the bright moments annex it's the dgen lounge and it opening on thursday at 4 20 what do we agree on
2: <laughs> i like it
0: okay
1: that's
3: it that's right Four twenty. no other time
0: christy how, how is the dgen lounge looking
3: um, you know, today we met up with Gary and Liam and, and Dole and and we kind of scanned the room and got a consensus of what's needed, and we, we came up with a pretty good plan, and come Thursday, Thursday in the afternoon before we do our meetup, we plan to kind of make it look a little more inviting, you know, with some little details, and so I think by this weekend it will, should be almost complete, and we'll have a nicer, warmer, more inviting, but very modern, very, to what Chan wants, um, feeling to it so we just have to add these finishing touches and, and then we'll be really excited to have people check it out
0: awesome what is the what is the first day that we're going to be holding space for office hours so
3: tomorrow uh we dole amicia myself will be there around four you know probably get more activated at four twenty, and we'll be available to answer any questions or help anyone with just any uh anything they may need Onboarding, or they have questions about you know the drop or whatever, we're, we're going to be available to help them. So starting tomorrow, four four o'clock, you know, really four twenty, we'll be there. We'll be ready to to help people out.
0: I love it. That's amazing. Thank you for holding space. And I see Irina in the crowd as well. Irina is uh, one of our wonderful community managers. She lives here in Venice. She's been organizing the the coffee meetups at Manati's on on Thursday. And so you know the I think the current Venice community that ha- has been able to form. Is largely formed around Irina as the nucleus of it. And just shout out. I I don't know if we want to invite her up on stage if she can come up or if you're in a place you could talk. But we'd love to hear from you and just like what you've seen over the past few months from the Venice community and what you're excited about. Um, I'm also excited for – so Avi's holding office hours as well. So we're going to be launching both our Venice and New York office hours. Uh, There's a tweet. If you go to the top of the space, scroll all the way to the right, we have our first – NYC office hours post meant that Avi's going to be hosting. But
4: also, like beyond office hours, just
2: you know, any, anybody's welcome. Come and hang out and just be a degenerate as well. You know, um, it's really like an open space for anyone that's crypto curious or in the space. Just come and come together in a, in, in a space, you know, and collaborate.
1: And is there coffee utility? If you have, if you're holding a crypto citizen as of a certain snapshot, you get free coffee.
2: There's <laughs> <laughs> a coffee NFT coming. No, I, I mean, in in, in Venice. Um, at those meetups, you know, you, you get a free coffee from Minotti's, um, which is sponsored by Bright Moments. We want to work something out similar in New York. If anyone has any ideas on
0: vendors or something, please feel free to message. Awesome. Jesse, um, we have a really exciting drop coming up this Friday that, uh, you know, the mint pack is the first time we're doing this. I'm curious to hear, you know, the evolution of that, your thoughts on the drop questions people might have.
2: Sure. Yeah. I mean, first of all, if anyone hasn't seen a- – chan's uh twitter today the pack design that he posted is is just blowing my mind um so how did we arrive at the minpack um so like back in october um i remember we were hanging out with a couple folks um and we were pretty clear on a roadmap at that at that point um you know 10 cities two years and we were we were thinking through ways to solidify our commitment to to that roadmap and also how do we start to establish, um, the, the golden tokens for each of these cities to represent where we're going to go. Um, and how people can start to represent their interests based on the different geographic regions and things like that, that may be, um, you know, available for, you know, everyone that's a part of this community. So, you know, at first we had the idea of, well, let's, let's drop each individual, um, Unannounced city, which is city uh, five through ten, um, and do a individual Dutch auction. Um, we kind of socialized that within our community, um, and we got a lot of good feedback um, internally and externally. And I think the feedback was, "This is a great idea." However, a lot of people want to participate in one in one drop. So we kind of took that back and and re- recalibrated that. Okay, let's let's offer a pack that is essentially representation of all the the future cities that we haven't announced yet, um, cities five through ten, um, as a essentially a mint pack. Um, and additionally, people were asking a lot about, well, how do we participate in collecting all the cities, which includes CryptoGalactican. So, um, as a bonus, um, people that buy this mint pack will also get a CryptoGalactican mint included in that. Um, so it's it's essentially unlocking. Seven different NFTs, six golden tokens, um, plus one Galactican mint. Um Keith, do you want to speak to um how we've been thinking about the Dutch auction pricing and that in that format? Um, I know there's a lot of things to consider when we were looking at this one. Hey, yeah. So and I guess it's it's also important
5: to note that you will you will be able to you'll be able to mint your own Crypto Galactican, right? So you'll have you'll you'll be given you'll be given BRT. Ten thousand BRT, and you'll be able to go to the Galactic Minting website and mint your own Galactican, which is fun. Uh, so you know that's that's a nice bonus there. Uh, you know, originally, right as as Jesse was saying, the plan was to drop all the cities and make the requirement that you know you had to have all future cities five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, plus a Berlin token, plus a Venetian, plus a New Yorker, and if you had that full set by a certain date, you would unlock the Galactican. And so we simplified it here. Uh, you know, originally the pricing uh, we discussed for the f- future, the future cities was going to be a Dutch auction from three to one, uh, over the, over the course of 30 minutes. Uh, and we were going to do that over, you know, three days, two drops a day. And, you know, this way it's more focused, it's simple. Um, and everything's in one and, you know, they're, There was good discussion. You know, some people might only want to go to one city in the future and that's, you know, will still be an option, right? So we're still going to do those individual city drops. Just uh, this is, this is the way to be a founding citizen. And I I don't know if you touched on this, but the founding citizens will basically be able to come to the first night if they choose and they'll be able to claim the initial 50 minute spots. So that's another perk uh, as well. Um, So you'll have, you know, City five, mint number one, to mint number fifty, if you so choose to come on those days.
1: Do you want to talk a little bit about the the our history of food experiences over our Dow dinners because they've been pretty special.
5: Yeah, so I mean they the, the well I, I missed I, I was not at the initial Dow dinner, uh, but I did see those I did see the crypto Venetians getting minted, uh, but I was at the New York Dow dinner, and that was a great experience. Um, you know, Travis, Travis Lett, a uh, great, great chef from Venice, helped organize a nice meal uh, in New York. Um, so, you know, in Berlin, I'm not sure who's who's working on that, but I'm sure the food's going to be excellent. It's, it's going to be Tra- just
1: a perfect food and drink pairing with the NFTs.
5: Oh, yeah. With a, with a, with a lot of people, I guess. So, yeah, I mean, there's going to be Berlin's going to be huge. Right. So it's going to be a lot more. The scale is massive. So if you guys go look at Craftwork, uh, the facility is, is awesome. Um, so we keep one upping ourselves in every single location. So I don't know what, what city five is going to bring, but, um, we might need an entire city.
1: Yeah. Well, we, we don't know. We're going to go wherever the vote leads us. Cause, cause that's what the Dow all about. Yeah. So, uh,
5: I think we do. We touch on the pricing. Are we going to be releasing uh, pricing bands
2: soon, Jesse? Yeah. So we only up? we've only released starting and end price. Um, yeah. We haven't gone into the specifics of the price bands. I don't, Keith. If you want to touch on that a little bit, I think that's okay too. Okay. So,
5: so as I was saying, we were talking about three down to one for the initial cities, but in this case, it's going to be from twenty ETH down to eighty, and for that's for all seven. Right. So you're going to get all six cities plus the galactic and the Dutch auction will take place over the course of an hour with uh, five-minute step-downs. Uh, so there's going to be about 11, probably 11 step-downs in there. And so we'll post that. Uh, and, you know, once it gets if, – if and when it's still open at the bottom of the pricing band, it'll just stay open until these cities, uh, you know, the min-pack sells out. So that's the plan
2: there. Yeah, and I think it's, you know, it's it's a great way to – to secure a mint in every city. Um, I mean, as we've moved to a probabilistic model of of drops back to citizen holders, um, you know, each city we go to will unlock another thousand citizen holders. Um, so this is one way to think about, you know, if you're viewing a roadmap and, you know, your, well, I guess your travel plans for the next year's, but um, if it's something that you're really looking to participate in, it is a great great option to, to kind of guarantee your way um, through our journey with us um, and really hope that, you know, if that's something you're interested in, this is a, a great option for you. Yeah, it's a good point.
5: You know, every future
2: city, your NFT will still
5: have, and every NFT you have will still have a probability of winning the random collector selector for the new city in the drop, right? But that single NFT's probability will decline with every future city. You know so unless you're keeping your your number of nfts up right your probability of of you know you still have a chance but you know this is the only way to really guarantee and commit to the full 10 cities up front and and unlock the galactican of course jesse
0: yeah. I'm, I'm curious to hear so you know like we The original plan was to do auctions for the individual cities. And I I think one of the reasons for that was to create a market for the golden tokens and try to understand, you know, like, for example, there's going to be a golden token that's available before people know what city number five is. Right. So there's essentially going to be like this golden token that on on January 28th, all of a sudden, you know, like, oh, my God, this golden token is for city X. Can you just talk a little bit about like how you see these golden tokens unfolding over the next few years? Because someone that buys a mint pack is going to have essentially a, like a lottery ticket for the next two years and they won't know where the city is until the vote happens. Um, how do you see that dynamic playing out? You know, like as the vote goes live, (laughs) secondary market dynamics, I'm curious to hear your thoughts.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's so another reason to, to actually not release the, the golden tokens for unannounced cities, um, in a way that like, so if we had done the Dutch auction for each city and each city had kind of set its price based on that auction, like, We'd have been helping facilitate how that market was kind of kicked off, but I also think it's interesting. Like by offering these packs, they're obviously going to be at a pretty good discount. Um, so when pack owners unlock each of those tokens, that market for each of those cities will slowly be um, kind of unfolded, and it will be more um, collector-driven. On as far as like if a city's announced. Does that make them list? Does that make them hold? Is like I think it will be really a lot more market discovery here um, in, a, in a new way that, um, you know, I think we, we, like, gain bias by using certain methods of, like, releasing tokens. If it's direct sales, direct. airdrops, if it's auctions, um, and I think by adding another, another mechanism of allowing people to release these tokens themselves by unlocking these packs, um, it just, again, Allows our community to kind of decide, like maybe I will unlock my pack now, and this is the time to add these tokens to the market. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty interested in how how does our community perceive perceive these things, and less so like using a single mechanism that we've been using before. So I'm just excited to like build our more inputs to our project, more people understand how we're building value, um, and then just different ways to collect and, and hold these things over time.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm really excited about that. I think. So there's, a, oh, she's got training wheels on. Hello, um, I'm really excited to see the golden token market. You know, once City Five gets announced, what that does in the secondary market, because you know there's going to be up to 50 of these golden tokens out there, obviously before the the February 4th sale, and I think we'll immediately see like how does the community feel about the fact that this city was chosen as number five, right? If it's if it's Lisbon and people are really excited to fly to Portugal you know, we should see that reflection in the secondary market price. And I, I, I think that's something that is just, I don't know another project out there where there's kind of this like unlocking mechanism, especially for this physical aspect. I'm
2: super pumped oh, about it. To- totally. And it, it's even like every city that we've, we I mean, New York being the first kind of life cycle of a city that we were able to start and finish. Um, when we released tokens and how the secondary market was responding to leading up to mint zero to then mint zero to like, when we were halfway through the collection, NFT NYC week to the last couple of minutes, like it was very interesting to kind of see like how the market was responding to how the collection was unfolding. And then we're in that same position again with Berlin where we've done a pre-sale, we've done our airdrop, we've started to release more and more details about what's what Berlin's gonna feel and look like. Um, and it's it's actually a really interesting way to, to kind of get another um, feedback loop like from our community from people in the market. Um, so it's yeah it's 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 an awesome way to roll out a collection before it's like actually minted.
0: I'd be curious to hear if there's anyone in the community um, or the audience here who has a question for any of the speakers or anything that you can help answer. Um, I in our in our discord Drew just asked what happens if somebody buys a mint pack and chooses not to mint the crypto Galacticum so they just hold on to the BRT um, what is what, what yeah. happens then?
2: Yeah, so this is this is something that we actually thought through the other day. So, what what's actually going to happen is so there's a smart contract that when you basically connect your wallet and say, "Hey, I have a mint pack," um, and you approve to essentially burn that pack or unlock it, um, it's going to first transfer those six golden tokens to you, um, and then it will take BRT that's being held in like a custodial wallet, um, and it will mint that Galactican for you in that moment. So it's not going to actually send out BRT tokens um, in the hopes that you use it to mint, it will actually, that unlocking is also your minting. So um, there was a couple of reasons for doing that. Um, we also wanted to avoid um, sending tokens to people that then they had to um, have custody of. So this kind of allows us to send them the NFT versus the ERC-20, if that makes sense. Awesome,
0: that's really exciting. Anyone else in the, in the audience has a question, feel free to raise your hand. We can bring you up on stage. And we'll have Liam here as the host invite you up and yes true i am i am outside i'm sitting outside my apartment and there's two small nuggets who are learning to ride a bicycle and just going in circles i'm getting busy watching them
2: (laughs) uh brought flagpole up here how's it going flagpole
6: hey guys how's it going um thanks for having me up i'm a little new to the project um so i have two questions one um I've, i've gone to the website is that the best place to find information aside from the Discord? Just high level information about the project.
0: Uh, I think Jesse uh, just was on stage, but he's the best person to answer. I can I can jump in. Oh, curious. All right, hey Jesse.
2: Oh hey yeah. I mean the website absolutely. We actually just released a bunch of new information on the website today that reflects um, you know the current drops that are upcoming, how to join um, you know our Discord, um, other other accounts that we have collaborated with artists and other shows and stuff like that. So I would say. The website's definitely the high-level kind of drill-down um, page for a lot of information. We hope that the, the website can remain more static over time um, as we solidify our roadmap. And then obviously, um, MIR is for all our publications. Uh, so that's brightmoments.mir.xyz. That's where we, we publish a lot of, um, you know, details and updates on our project um, through more narrative writing. Um, and then we have a couple different doc sites. Um, Phil, do you want to speak to... I think you already mentioned the the gov bright moments but i don't know if um everyone was on the, the spaces yet
0: yeah I, I think without you know making it too complicated and and as someone who is not as familiar with the project it's important to know that if you own a crypto citizen which is one of our nft collections you're a member of the dao and so we're working right now on, on a governance mechanism to allow dao members to vote on proposals the first of which is choosing the first city um we're consolidating a lot of this information, so brightmoments.io is the best place to go. And if you have any questions, you know anyone here up, up on the stage is happy to make themselves available to answer, and then we can point you towards the right resource. Great, thank you. Um,
6: my next question is, and, I, and tell me if I can if I can find this on the uh, on the website. But is this sort of like the season one of the citizens? Like through 2023, and then a, a, like long term, maybe season two would be through 2024, and different cities. Is that? That's a
1: that's a very good question. It feels like, um, on some level, it feels like each city we go to is a season. Okay. It's um, awesome and exhausting and weird and exciting at the same time. Um, you know, we don't know. We know we're going to be in Berlin to do a thousand crypto Berliners in April. Um, we know we're going to be somewhere in Europe. In July to do a thousand of city number five, you know, city number six um, will be somewhere in Latin America or South America. We're not sure it's going to get voted on. So on some level, each city every three months is a different season. I think when we get to the end of 2023, um, you know, the our tagline for the project now is around the world in 10,000 NFTs. Um, we're trying to intentionally not think beyond that so that we can get to 10,000 NFTs really well and do interesting and innovative um art exhibits along the way in each city we go. Um I think there's going to be a much bigger governance conversation and DAO um discussion as we get into the end of next year as to, you know, do we do another 10 cities in different continents Do we, you know, how do we think about the next phase beyond this? Um, But for now, we're just, you know, as Bill Belichick said, it's on to Cincinnati. It's on to Berlin for us.
0: Thanks, guys. That's
1: it for me. Of course. We appreciate you. Anyone else
0: that has any questions? I I also want to touch a little bit about we've we've been having a lot of discussions with our community recently about, you know, what happens when the collection in a city is minted. So what we do is we choose a city. We go there. We build a local community through this process that we've developed of live minting and once that is over there are a thousand crypto citizens that are local to that city and that have a connection to that local area and we're really working now on how do we make sure that these cities develop so we have two cities under our belt we have venice and new york both of which have a thriving community and it's you know it's very much top of mind about how do we enable these groups of people who live in new york who live in venice who will live in berlin to continue forward you know kind of the mission that was started there which is you know much of it is around education it's around empowerment of people it's about connecting communities in, the, in those areas um, very often the people that we onboard into our project are not crypto savvy they're not nft people they're not on twitter <clears throat> they're just local people from the area that we happen to meet and we feel as though if, you know if, if they meet criteria and, and they represent our virtues or if they're selected through a community nomination vote they become a crypto citizen and after we leave we need to make sure that uh, this community has a sense of purpose, is, is able to con- is is able to continue on while the Bright Moments operating team goes to that next city. So that is very much something that's top of mind for us, and one of the reasons we're doing meetups in Venice and New York this week to spark those discussions.
2: You also forgot, Phil. You're going to learn German, right?
0: Uh yes, I I am. <laughs> I I have a little. I have a little handbook. I need to. I need to get better at it. Um, by the end of this, hopefully, we're going to be multilingual,
1: which would be really exciting. I know you're practicing. I, I guess, you know, Phil, one question I think just for all of us is, like, what did we learn in New York that we're applying to Berlin? I
0: mean, we, we learned so much. Um, I, I can say one thing that I think we learned, and I'd also love to hear Christie's take. Um, I think we learned how hard it is to give well. Um, in New York, we, we gave away between four and 500 of the uh, golden tokens, which, you know, represented the ability to mention Crypto New Yorker to the local community. And it seems really easy, right? Like New York has millions of people there. There's only 500 golden tokens. How hard could it be to give these things away? And it turns out it's really hard to give them away well. And, and like, I, you know, well, I, I think is subjective. It, it's subjective. It, it needs to be involved in the community. It needs to be something that we feel as though is keeping in line with the values of the organization. And we tried a whole bunch of different things, you know, some of which worked better than others. And I think taking that lesson to Berlin of, okay, the journey doesn't start, you know, the day that we get there in mint number zero, the journey to find people in local community has to start months ahead of time. We have to really start putting in the groundwork to make sure that when we go to a local city, we have already made the connections and we have a list of people who would be great additions to the community. So we don't spend our entire time in the city trying to play catch up. And then, you know, at the end, scrambling to give away tokens. I think that is the biggest lesson that that I took away from New York and, and something that, it makes me really excited for, you know, our plans in Berlin. Um, Christy, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on, you know, the New York lessons and everything we saw there over our three months.
3: I think what I learned in New York was just us all coming together and trying to, like, be cohesively kind of living with each other, being around each other. All A lot of the time we were all together, even when we were not at the gallery, minting. And so I think just we all had to coexist you know we didn't have necessarily our own homes to go to and, and rest we actually would continue on and keep working and keep talking and keep you know congregating eating so just all of us became very communal with each other which i loved because I, I got to learn more about all of all of you guys and you know in the operating team and then also just like how to how to like good hospitality i learned a lot of good hospitality from liam from louie Um, You know, how to just provide some drinks and nice atmosphere for people to feel like very welcomed. And I thought that was great Um, because we didn't really we did it in Venice, but I don't think we were it was at the level that we we did it in New York. Um, And I just think, like you said, Phil, like giving these out. I I did have I had two opportunities to give two out. And the first was early on when we were early on in the minting process. And I I met this amazing uh, woman in the park, an artist who's selling her art. And that was great. But then after that it took me it took me almost to the very last day to give out a second one. And so it was it was definitely really hard. And I, I found that kind of interesting. But yeah, I, I think all in all we definitely all learned how to really be closer to each other and and just be, you know, cohesive. And I thought that was one of the most important things I learned.
0: what, what about it was hard? Um what is it was it psychological? Was it logistics? Like what 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 was the difficult part?
3: For the for the giving part? Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think just trying to find the right people that wanted to be part of the community, you know, and that wanted to learn or, or that were even crypto native that were, you know, wanted to be part of the, our journey. And I, you know, I, the, the first person I found, she knew nothing about crypto. She knew nothing. She was like skeptical, like, I don't, what are you trying to give me here? I'm really confused. But she ended up coming and trusting us and she had a wonderful experience and she, she continued to come back during our time in New York and we ended up teaching her a lot of things and she was very touched and she, and she was really excited. And, um, and so that was great. And then I think the, you know, I think it's just, it's just hard to, to, to find the right people to believe in, you know, this, the process of crypto and NFTs. And and so that can be tricky if, if they're, if they're unknown and they're not crypto native, but also just, just, you know, the selection process, you want to do it right. You want to, you want to pick the right people, you know, and it's, that can be tricky, you know, it's, it's hard to, to to gauge, you know, who really wants to be involved.
1: And I think to that point, um, we're trying to get ahead of things for Berlin. I mean, we're focused, I'd say, primarily right now on the actual Mint experience on the 10 evenings. Um, But very, very soon, um, you know, we need to really focus on and we need help from the community um, to make sure that these 334 free golden tokens to mint Berliners um, get into the right wallets, new wallets, mostly um, of real Berliners. Um, And so I think over the coming weeks, we're going to be looking for ideas and even some on the ground support from the crypto New Yorker community and the crypto Venetian community um, to potentially help us go over there and um, as crypto missionaries, um, help us find Um, really interesting people um, for whom this onboarding experience into crypto and Ethereum and Web3 and NFTs um, can really make an impact and really make a difference for them and their families and their communities. Um, So we're trying to get ahead of it. Hey,
5: One one suggestion, since um, I am currently in the Central European time zone, which correlates with Berlin is that future future town halls should probably be a little bit uh earlier in the day well i i uh i fortunately am currently jet lag so it doesn't matter but it's two it's almost three in the morning here oh okay so to expand and 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 to make sure that everyone in europe is listening we should probably adjust but you know a lot of the hardcore crypto and nft people they don't really have a time zone
1: gen time all
5: the time <laughs> exactly <laughs> starting um, at 4:20 in Venice
0: yes yes it's, it's 420 somewhere um, I'm curious any are there any other uh, questions from the crowd from anyone want to come up on stage if, if you have a New Yorker or a Venetian or a Galactican we'd love to hear from you about your experience um, if you have ideas about governance if you've participated in the recent rollout of the forum we'd love to hear from you Um if you just want to ask a question about NFTs or crypto, you'd love answering those as well. I see a couple of folks who we met uh, during NFT NYC uh, as well as during our journey in New York. Uh, hello off. Hey Ed, how are you? I see Chan in the audience. I'd love to hear about uh, Chan's visit to, to Berlin at some point if he's available. Hey,
4: what's up guys? It's heroin here. Hey man. Yeah, I just wanted to add on to what Christy was saying. Um, I really vibe with like the uh, the concept of finding like people that really appreciate and value this community. Uh, I remember when I went out to mint my New Yorker I was asked to find um, like someone to bring into the community through a giveaway and it was a really cool experience I just wanted to like share. Uh, like how that went because I know uh, from my understanding in like the early days of like the crypto Venetian minting like it was difficult to kind of like find people that to, 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 to ape into these NFTs and uh, I remember like walking around the streets of New York going to like some different clubs and bars and telling people about this cool project and saying like, yo, you should come to this gallery with me tomorrow and mint one of these things. It's going to be fun. You'll meet a lot of cool people. And, like, everyone I talked to that first night was, like, no, dude, what are you trying to sell me? Like, you know what I mean? Like, GTFO. And I was, like, dude, these things are cool. And they're, like, worth, like, some serious money. Just, like, come walk five minutes with me to this gallery. And so it was, like, you know, uh, a process to do that. And I, like, that whole I went out for like four hours that first night and I like couldn't get anyone to like agree to meet up with me at the gallery the next day and then I went back to that same bar it's a big bar like close to the gallery if you guys know know it's really cool people there and I went back there the next day and um, was just like chilling there was this, another dude like grabbing a beer and we like we talked and uh, I was like what's your story man he's like oh well i mine ethereum so I'm, i'm like i know about crypto and i was like oh well you know about nfts then right he's like no dude that stuff's a scam i'm not about it i was like dude how do you mine ethereum and you're not about nfts so i was like this is a really cool person who is like you know they understand a little bit about crypto but they're kind of like skeptical about nfts which was like pretty much how i was feeling about the whole scene like a few months ago and i was like I finally convinced him and then he came down, walked with me to the gallery and minted one. I got to like be there and, and see that experience and his first NFT and uh, he's still holding, and we still talk and he's become like a pretty cool friend.
0: That's an awesome story. I remember <laughs> you, uh, we, we were talking outside the gallery after you had tried to, you know, you'd spent two days trying to find somebody. And uh, yeah, you were just explaining to me how difficult it was. It is hard. Yeah. It's like you sound, you sound a little bit like a crazy person. Um, <laughs> And like it doesn't totally make sense, but you have to you have to see it to believe it. Um, yeah, I, I can definitely resonate. I mean, personally, one of the one of the reasons I find it hard to give these things away is like I feel a little bit like who am I to decide? You know, um, there's only a thousand of there's only a thousand crypto citizens per city, and so it's a scarce resource. And so there's I have like this mental block where I want to get it so right and so perfect that it's like you, you have this paralysis where you don't want to make any decision at all, because it's, you know, if, if you give it to somebody then somebody else isn't getting it, but then you just get caught in this loop of like, okay, well, it needs to be a perfect decision. And then you don't make a decision at all. And so that's why I'm really excited about this being something that we can, you know, pull in our community towards. I think there are areas of decentralization where it works really well and some areas where it doesn't work as well. And these type of, you know, community events and, finding people and finding talent is something that I think is really well suited to a decentralized model. So I'm super pumped about it, especially in Berlin, Um, having people go overseas to, to find, uh, you know, worthy Berliners is going to be awesome.
3: Hey, Phil, I do, I do have something else to mention. Yeah. Um, So today I went to, uh, to a restaurant here in Venice that I really like, and um, I ran into a good friend that had come to the gallery. She got a crypto Venetian, you know, early on. And I said, hey, have you been, you know, following our drop we just did for the Berliner tickets? And she's like, no, I have no idea. What are you talking about? You know, because she's not crypto native and the only NFT, you know, uh, aspect she's ever, anything she's ever learned is from us from Bright Moment. So so we checked the list of winners and sure enough, she won. So I was able to, to give her the news right up front and she was like, yes. oh my God, this is crazy. And she's like, what do I do now? What do I do now? So. What I learned is that there is probably a lot of people out there that are Venetian holders that are like my friend, you know, that happened to know us or came into the gallery and they may be winners and they don't know it. And so I learned that today. I thought that was kind of cool. That's an amazing story.
2: You know, that's that's actually, I think, one of our biggest challenges is finding people in our community that were crypto curious, but haven't stayed, um, you know, deep in the space as far as Discord and Twitter. So I think that's also... A really key benefit to us having these IRL meetups and office hours is that we actually get to bump into people that's in our community and actually like kind of share information um, outside the normal channels. So, um, exactly, that's great, exactly, that's great,
3: Chris. Yeah, and she and I told her to come and visit us, you know, on the office hours, we can kind of go over everything with her because she doesn't, she's like, well, What does this entail? You know, and she's like, I don't, do I get the NFT? What do I get? And I kind of explained, but like now she, her mind is re engaged with NFTs again, you know, she kind of, it was she's you know she works a full-time job it was in the back burner and now she's like oh wait a minute there's there is incentive there this makes sense now to me and it was cool to see that light bulb go off and and so i guess the another thing to think about is if if anyone knows any crypto Venetian holders that are similar to my friend get in touch with them talk to them say hey what number are you again and and just touch base with them i think that was kind of that was good that i did that i realized how important that is for, for all of us to do that with our friends that are you know that are part of our community that may not be as active
0: that's a great point maybe we should make that an active goal of next week during office hours to try to re-engage with every crypto Venetian that minted live I we we have contact information from many of them I think that that'd be worth doing yeah definitely. I had a friend text me um, who won and you know I, they uh, they they won a nomination vote, and so I you know I, I kind of became close with this person, and, and they texted me the other day, and they said, you know, like, hey, I, I've been having a really hard time, um, and I woke up this morning and realized that I won the Berlin token, and and it gave me just a huge boost of morale, right? It's like, yep, y- like knowing that there is now this this community waiting for you, and you get to get treated like royalty at this event that's going to take place, and all you have to do is show up. Is I, I don't know, it's it's amazing, um, it's. It's a lucky break for a lot of people.
3: I really love it. Yeah, no, it is. And she, when, she, when she found out, she was like, oh, my God, I don't even know what to think right now. Berlin? I've never been to Berlin. You know, it's like a whole new channel opened up in her brain of, like, possibilities that, you know, she would never even imagine it in a million years.
2: No, that's, what, that's what freaks me out about uh, not knowing these other cities because, like, my mind's, like, spanning globally around like, okay uh, where possibly could we be going?
0: I don't know. <laughs> I know. I just, I just had to make the decision whether or not to renew my lease in LA and I did it, but I'm like, I don't think I'm going to be here very much at all. Um, we have a couple minutes left if anyone else in the audience wants to request to come up. If you have a question, if you're new to the project, if you're a long-time holder, if you're curious, we'd love to hear from you.
2: I see uh, Loud Squeaks in the crowd. I know he's had, a, he's had a great interesting story from doing a show with us in venice to supporting us some more and then more recently full time i don't know if he wants to share a bit about that
0: hey hey playboy like, welcome
2: up hey guys
6: uh thanks again i was just looking at the notes up top and was listening about the the mint packs is that how it's going to be going forward or is that just this week
2: for the mint packs that that is just for this one um particular drop okay. we're in a very unique situation in our roadmap where we are super clear on what we want to do. We want to kind of offer at this moment in time an opportunity to to kind of participate um, in a way that may not be available like in the future, if that makes sense. Gotcha. And where's the event tomorrow and uh, what time and where is the
6: event in Venice? Or or where can I find that information? Yep.
0: So... You can find it. Uh, I will uh, send you a DM. Let me follow you right now. Okay. Um, it is at huh. So if you if you just type in 62 Windward Ave, it's right underneath the Venice sign uh, in Venice, California. And uh, starting at 4.20 p.m., we're going to do office hours. So if you want to come and chat to the team, we'll be there. We'd love to talk about crypto. If you have someone who, you know, has never installed a MetaMask wallet or, like, basically any levels of crypto knowledge, we're happy to talk to you about it or specific details about the project. We do everything kind of soup to nuts.
6: Right on. And how long do you guys think you're going to be there? I'm down in Orange County, so that's a little bit of a hike, but um, I'd love to come up if you guys are going to be there for a little bit.
0: Yeah, I'll let Christy speak to the schedule tomorrow,
3: but Thursday might actually be a better day if
0: you're coming from Orange County. I think there'll be more people there.
3: Yeah, I think Thursday would definitely be better. Um, I think tomorrow's kind of just us getting our feet wet. Starting it off, you know, seeing who shows up and just kind of getting into it. And that will be starting tomorrow. So I think Thursday would be way better. There will be more of community. So more conversations will be available and more knowledge. So, yeah, Thursday, if you can make it, that would be great. I'd love to meet you. Yeah, we'll, okay. we'll be there Thursday till 7 p.m.
6: Okay, great. Thanks, guys.
0: Awesome. Yeah, thanks for coming up. Thanks yeah, for joining us. Thank you. Place. Cool. Um, just quick programming note. We're moving from a monthly town hall to a weekly town hall Uh, for the time being. We want to see how it goes. We've gotten some feedback from the community that it is better to overshare. And so, you know, we previously did a town hall once a month, and we're going to try doing it once a week. Um, It's going to be pretty unstructured, just like this, where we have the team come up on stage and talk about what we're working on and then invite people up to ask questions. If you all uh, enjoy this and if you you know think this is better than the previous model, let us know. And we'll keep investing time into it. So, you know, we're very much driven based on what y'all think. So,
1: and we'll have yeah. to in coming weeks.
0: Uh, I was just going to say, if you are planning
5: on participating in the auction, the Dutch auction for the Mint Pack on Friday, uh, Jesse, I, it's going to be through Mirror, right? And so if you haven't used it before, you might have to connect your wallet beforehand and verify on Twitter. Is that right?
2: Yeah. Um, it doesn't, there is like a weird prompt where it. Says, do you want to connect to Twitter? And sometimes it looks like you don't have an, a way around it, but there is like a little skip button. Um, but I do recommend um, just going to the Mirror site, connecting your wallet, and that's the best way to to kind of test out how their site works with Web3. Um, the Mirror team's done a great job of, of building a really good platform that is um, pretty plug and play for DAOs or other groups that are looking to launch um, NFT groups and projects. So definitely recommend checking them out.
5: And, and we've used this platform in this auction format successfully before, through the Reflections Jeff Davis drop for the incomplete control, Tyler Hobbs drop, and for the Golden Token Berlin drop. So it's tested and same type of same type of mechanics.
0: Cool. Um, thank you, everyone, for joining. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, feel free to join our Discord, follow us at Bright Moments, BRT Moments, or on Instagram at Bright Moments Gallery. And if there's nothing else, we'll see you next week, same time.